Hey everyone, this is Erin Harrigan, the Hustle with Heart Coach, welcoming you to the podcast that helps entrepreneurs align results with God's truth. My mission is to free you from the struggle of how to bridge faith and business as a God-centered entrepreneur and to equip you to pursue success God's way. When that happens, we experience the joy of building a fruitful business that honors Him and serves His people. So let's get started. Welcome to Weekly Dose Wednesday in our Success God's Way community, and welcome to the latest episode of the Hustle with Heart podcast, if you're listening to this playback. As always, you know, I'm Erin Harrigan, your Hustle with Heart and Health Coach, helping entrepreneurs align results to God's truth and helping everyone attain lifelong total health with Arbon. and coming to you again this week with an excerpt from my upcoming book. And the book is publishing the end of March. So I have about six weeks or so to, to really share with you some of the content from the book. And my hope is that this gets you excited that you want to be part of the book team. So let me take just a minute and tell you what it means to be part of the book team. So I am assembling a team of amazing people, about 50 of them, who will be the arms and legs to get word out about my book. So that means you may be sharing an image on social media and a comment about the book coming. Maybe you'll share a quote that I'll be providing to my book team. Maybe you'd like to be an advanced reader so that you're poised to leave a review on Amazon the day that it goes live. Uh, maybe you just want to pre-order and I'll have those details coming for your for you soon. And I'm going to have some great giveaways for everybody that pre-orders. So lots of ways that you can be involved as part of the book team, but I want to bring some of this content to you because the content really is such that it you never can hear it too much. So much of what is packed into this Hustle with Heart book are the things that we deal with every day as entrepreneurs. So as much as I can get the word out of this content beyond the pages of a book, I want to be able to do that because people need to hear it in different ways. You may hear it multiple times and then it finally clicks with you and people need it in different mediums. So whether that's podcast or live or my blog or my book or whatever. And that way, the message that God has given me about pursuing success God's way really gets out there. So tonight I'm coming with you, um, coming to you again from chapter six of the book, which is obstacles and distractions. And this chapter is really about pointing out some key obstacles that we face as God-centered entrepreneurs that really everybody faces. But the difference is two things. Number one, they may be more intense for us because as we are walking in God's will, the enemy is really out to attack us. So these obstacles, which God allows test our faith, test our trust, and sometimes they're a little harder for us because the enemy is really trying to be strong against us. But number two, the other way that they're different for us is that we have the Lord, we have Jesus. We know that in the end, Jesus wins, right? But in the midst of the mire and the muck, I understand that sometimes we can lose track of that. So tonight I'm coming to you with three Ds. So long ago in my Arbon business, I remember somebody saying to me, you need to listen in 3D. So listen for people's um, dreams, desires, and discontent. Well, this 3D is what the enemy 
wants to use against us. So they're some of his strongest weapons. And those D's are distraction, discontent, and doubt. So let me unpack some of this for you. I'm going to be looking, if you're watching this on YouTube or you're watching it live, you're going to see me looking away because I'm double duty on laptop tonight. So I'm taking a look at my book, actual draft that's being edited as I'm talking to you tonight. And this is straight out of there. So the interesting thing about these three Ds is they often travel in packs and they often start with one of them showing up and then the other two piling on. And when they pile on, we can feel a tidal wave of distraction, discontent, and doubt, right? Because as you'll see in just a minute, they start to pile on because it makes sense that the enemy would use those weapons together against us. So distraction is the first one. So this is defined as drawing away or diverting as in the mind or attention or disturbing or troubling greatly in your mind. Now, what I love about these definitions, which come right from dictionary.com, is can you feel that that pull? Like you can physically feel that definition, right? So you it's it's pulling you away from your focus, from the action that you know that God has called you to take. And it doesn't always mean that we're pulled away by bad things. It just means that we're often pulled away by our good things, so things that we want. And away from, or we're pulled by our good things away from God's greater things. As I say here in the book, most often it's good things, like something we'd rather be doing that still serves others, but perhaps feeds our self-reliance. Um, we can be diverted from our income-producing activity to administrative stuff, like straightening up my your desk. And if you saw my desk right now, you would be like, I think you need to straighten up your desk. A lot of times it's drawing our attention away to the shiny object and distraction gets us spinning like a top, not sure which way to go or which step to take. And it gets us drifting off our path, wondering how did I get here and how do I get back on track? Sound familiar? This is what we face. Okay. The second D is discontent. The definition of discontent, tell me if you can feel this in your gut. Just give me a thumbs up or if you're listening to the podcast, just comment on it. This is the definition of discontent. A restless desire or craving for something one doesn't have or dissatisfaction. Can you feel that? Here's what's interesting. I make this parallel in my book. Discontent is the cousin of coveting. And the reason is because it's not often a result of being, or it's often a result of not being where we thought we would be by now or results not showing up on our time. So we most often feel discontent when we're focused on ourselves or when we're wallowing in comparison and coveting. Now, you've probably heard it before that comparison steals joy, but more importantly, comparison undermines our trust in God. Our discontent stalls our effectiveness in doing his work because we can't see how small steps of obedience can actually result in bigger outcomes. It clouds our view of what God says, who God says we are, and the purpose that he's designed us for. So discontent is characterized by a feeling of, I'm not happy with what I have, and I'll never have what anyone else has because I can't see how to get there. It'll take more work, more time, and how will that be possible? 
Now, tell me if you can see the connection from discontent to doubt. In that last piece that I just talked about, about how discontent is characterized, that leads directly to doubt, doesn't it? So here's what this says about doubt. I believe that doubt is insidious. I believe that it is sometimes the hardest obstacle for us to recognize. Doubt is defined, tell me if you can feel this, as uncertainty about the future reality or the nature of something. So we're uncertain or in shifting sand. Can you sort of feel that churning inside? We know that Jesus is the truth and we can't imagine being uncertain about that. But that's exactly what doubt is in its basic form, uncertainty about Jesus. It's uncertainty about what he's given us to do, who he's made us to be, and what he's intended us to, for. It is a breakdown of trust. When we doubt ourselves, our purpose, and the impact we're made to have, we are doubting God's promise in eight twenty-eight Romans 8.28, which says, And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. So what we do is we doubt that that all things means all things. And guess what? That's the good and the bad. So he can use all of it for, our, for his glory. Doubt, like its cousins, distraction and discontent, limits our effectiveness and compromises our obedience. And if we're not stepping in obedience, how can we expect God to bless our actions for maximum impact? It's impossible. How can he possibly do that? When these three start to gain momentum, it's like a tidal wave. We start to feel overwhelmed and sometimes we feel paralyzed in what to do next. And you know what that does is it spirals us further down. We may feel we've wandered so far off course into a dark forest that it's hopeless to get out. But we know that we have hope in Christ. And simply opening the Bible and praying for wisdom is the first step. The first step. I know that this may seem so simple. Like, just take a step. Prayer. But prayer is powerful and prayer works. And you guys, Jesus relied on prayer throughout the New Testament, throughout the Gospels. It talks about Jesus leaving the group and going off to pray alone. That's how he plugged in to his source of energy, the Father. He prayed the night before he was crucified. So if prayer works for the Lord Christ, why do we think that it wouldn't work for us? And why do we overthink and think that this can possibly be this simple? When we seek him first, this is what we experience. And this verse is Isaiah 30, 21. And it says, you will hear a word behind you. This is the way. Walk in it wherever you turn to the left or to the right. So when we're in the word, when we're spending that time with him, we will experience what Isaiah's scripture says. But secondly, when we choose to pray over some of the principles that we're going to dig into in a few weeks, so things like surrender and obedience and faith and trust, that pulls us back into the path that we're supposed to be in and away from these three D's, dis distraction, discontent, and doubt. 
that will remind us that we truly are more than a conqueror in Christ and that we are an overcomer. So I want you to think about, if you were going to take this and put it into action, what has distracted you from doing the work that you know you need to get done? Perhaps what has distracted you from reaching the goals that you wanted to reach in 2019 that you know align to what Lord the Lord has for you? Um, what has left you doubtful? What has left you discontent? Are you finding that you're looking around and comparing and therefore you feel discontent and then you're doubting who God says you are and what he's called you to do? Those three D's are powerful weapons in the arsenal of our enemy. And trust me when I say, when you start to truly walk in what God has for you, those D's are going to come on stronger than ever. And that's exactly when we have to get in the word and be on our knees and even face down before him to stay on track and be aligned and abiding in him as the vine. So that's an excerpt for you all tonight. Next week, I'm going to be doing the next part of obstacles, which is misalignment to his assignment. Oh, it's going to be a good one. And then the week after that, I'm excited because my next interview of a God-centered entrepreneur is coming up on um, March 4th. I am going to be posting that in the group because I'll be traveling. So I won't be live March 4th, but I'll post it here for Weekly Dose Wednesday. You're going to love this interview. And then it will become a podcast coming up. So I'm so excited to bring that to you. So I'd love to hear how this resonated with you. If you are listening to this on a podcast, go on down below and click five stars for me, would you? Make sure you share this with others. And please get over to AaronHarrigan.com and subscribe because that's where you're going to get all the updates about the podcast, about my blog, about the book. And if you are interested in being part of the book team, just go ahead and comment below or direct message me. I'd love to include you. It's going to be super fun. And I have some great giveaways for the book team coming up as well. I wish you all a fantastic evening. Thank you for tuning in for Weekly Dose Wednesday. And I'll see you tomorrow morning on The Daily Dose. See ya. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the Hustle with Heart podcast, helping entrepreneurs align results to God's truth. If you'd like to book me as a speaker for your organization, or you're looking for a coach to help you pursue success God's way, visit AaronHarrigan.com or connect with me on Facebook as the Hustle with Heart coach. Follow me on Instagram as Aaron Harrigan Entrepreneur and help us spread the word of Hustle with Heart by subscribing to this podcast, leaving us a review and sharing it with others.